Welcome to the RM Williams Outback Podcast. I'm Terry Cowley, the Senior Associate Editor of RM Williams Outback Magazine. Thanks to Elders Insurance for sponsoring this podcast. Queensland dairy farmer Ross Blanche once wandered his paddocks talking to a herd of cows. Today he's still out there on the family farm some 70 kilometres by road west of Brisbane, yet more often Ross is on his mobile phone talking to troubled farmers as farmer to lifeline farmer counsellor. It is a unique program based around listening and backed by personal farming experiences and Ross's own highs and lows. Hello Ross. Hello, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. So, Ross, can you share a bit about your farming background and how you came to be a farmer? Yeah, it goes back to the early 70s when I left school and um, went to the family dairy farm to work. And, um, yeah, I'm still there. Beef cattle for um, 15, 20 years in the middle of that, as well as the dairy farm. You're a fourth-generation farmer. Yeah, that is correct, four generations. What does the farm look like today? Talk, talk me through animals, areas, properties, those sorts of things. Yeah, 600 acres of cropping land and grazing land mixture, some beef cattle still there, commercial cattle, uh, milking 150 dairy farm dairy cows with roughly 150 dry cows and heifers. You're working alongside your brother, Steve? Yeah, my brother, Steve, he's sort of, since I've done the lifeline work, he's sort of probably carrying the place a bit more, doing two thirds of the work. Let me take you to about 30 years ago when you were having a tough time and a couple of people supported you through that period. What was going on then and did this inspire you to want to help others? Yeah, it was um, 30 years ago when I was really struggling with uh, a marriage separation and not having any um, any experience in that field or family that had suffered. So I really had no support. And yeah, luckily there was a few friends, a couple of friends that reached out to me that sort of were there to listen to me. And um, about a year and a half later, I saw this opening to do work at Lifeline as a crisis line worker. And that's what, yeah, gave me a purpose to live. How did you actually become a counsellor? Yeah, the Lifeline Centre in Ipswich put out a application for um, crisis line workers. And I thought, oh, I'll have a go at this and went in for an interview and they accepted me, thank goodness, and trained me away for about three months with all the different aspects of, you know, domestic violence, child abuse, loneliness, drug-related issues, alcohol-related issues, marriage breakdowns, and so on, so that I had some skills to be able to support people on the phone. If you were more used to talking to cows, how did you make that adjustment? Yeah, it was it was massive. It was massive because I'd never had much to do with people from town, from the cities, so... Yeah, it was a big step, but got the hang of it and I thought I'd do it for a few months and see how I went and I'm still there. At the end of the drought in 2019, you got talking to another farmer at the local cattle sales and he was telling you he was having a really hard time living on baked beans and toast, no cattle left, no money. What did this lead to? Yeah, well, I was at the local sale and one of our staff from the dairy was with me and it was her prompt on the way home. She said to me, 
what are you going to do about that fella? And that's when I went to United Care Lifeline Management and this idea of a phone line to support farmers was, yeah, come to fruition. So they started an exclusive call line for you and you make farm visits where possible. And that was the origin of Farmer to Lifeline Farmer, which is now supported and funded by supermarket chain Woolworths, which is fantastic and possibly about to add another farmer as the program's second counsellor. Can you tell me about your farm visits? Yeah, farm visits to me were um, fairly simple because I'd had a lot to do with all most aspects of farming. Probably the only one I didn't have was small crops. So I'd had stud beef cattle and a dairy farmer and growing crops all my life. So I could pretty well talk to any farmer about anything to do with farming. And the mental health side on farms, that's a field that I really love to be able to dig into and, you know, get them outside support so that they're not doing it on their own. Now, who calls you and how do the calls unfold? Well, every every call is different. And look, just even a week ago, there was a suicide call at four o'clock in the morning. So that was challenging. But after about an hour, we sort of strategized what that person could do and um, an ongoing support after that so that she wasn't just left to the one call and look at every farm being different you know it might be crop failures it might be a drop in cattle prices or it might be financial problems but usually it can be a number of things but something major just tips people over the edge. I would imagine that some farmers who ring up are crying out for help but it can be quite difficult to actually get them talking about the problem. How do you draw them out? Yeah, the good the good thing is usually when they ring, it's sort of they really need something. Last week there was a farmer from Victoria rang me and he just said the words, I need help. He was crying as he said it. And within a few minutes, he was a different man. Just by reaching out and actually talking to someone for five minutes, he told me the next day, he said that just made a massive difference to his life five-minute phone call. Is it that beauty of being able to talk to somebody who isn't involved in his immediate situation? Yeah, that's a massive plus because you're not quite emotionally connected to it. So you can be, you know, you can, you're separate from it and you're giving them better um, feedback because you're not connected to it emotionally. What are some of the sorts of things that you might say in those sorts of situations to someone who calls? Yeah, look, every outcome is different, but some people might need just even a checkup with their GP. And that that is very common that farmers just avoid going to doctors. And one chap recently was 19 years since he'd been to a GP. So that was the first port of call for him. And he's a changed man from that visit. So it's not much of a step, but it's a big step because he hadn't done it. So often you are referring them on to other people, other services. Yes, other services. And and there's heaps of them, but usually farmers aren't aware of some of the um, services that they've got access to. So it's great to be able to talk to someone who's not involved in your situation, but you also bring the magic of farmer language to your conversations. Yeah, that that would be the biggest plus, having the farmer language, because you can relate to the words they're saying and you just know, you know, you know about sheep, you know about cattle, you know about crops and you know about floods. And you really know about droughts because that's just ingrained in you. And you know the words to say when, you know, someone's really struggling in drought. So they can see that you can relate to their experience. That's a massive benefit. And if you haven't been through a drought personally, 
you would never be able to communicate the words that they probably need to hear. Get into a new Ram today. It's America's best truck brand five years running, according to US News & World Report. With unrivaled Hemi V8 power, you'll understand why Ram is dominating the competition year after year. And with Australia's best range of full-size pickup trucks, Ram eats everything else for breakfast. See your Ram dealer or visit ramtrucks.com.au and get into America's best truck brand today. Ram. Enough said. So you mentioned disasters before. So things can be going okay for someone. Physically, they're okay. But then all of a sudden, a disaster hits them and that can push them near the edge. Do you see a correlation between disasters, floods, droughts, etc., and the number of people needing help? Yeah, floods floods create a, um, a sudden thing on their farm where it can, you know, wipe hundreds of thousands of dollars off their farm income in a few hours. Now, that it is a struggle short term, usually, and you can see past it. Whereas in a drought, it's just crippling day after day without any sign of any change. So you've mentioned, I think, that you're really concerned about accommodation struggles recently and loneliness continuing to be a massive issue in rural areas. What sorts of advice or what sorts of mitigating practices can you tell people about to help with those two issues, for example? Yeah, well, there is services available, but it's still really, really a tough game. And talking to their community and their community centres in their towns is one aspect that they can go to. But yeah, it is a real challenge, especially at the moment. And what about loneliness, Ross? Yeah, that's... That is an area that it's a national problem, that, but loneliness... But farming farming can be a solitary pastime, can't it, particularly? Yes. Well, that's right. It, the loneliness is, is sometimes what takes people into that mental health area where their, their mental health goes because they're not communicating with anyone. Well, I mean, I guess that's the beauty of what you do. They're, they're starting to communicate by communicating with you. Yeah, that's that's a big plus when people open up and just even explain to me that they're um they got no one to talk to and that's where I I've been able to say you know you've always got me you can fall back on plus now we've got another crisis worker on board on the farmer to farmer program and is this another farmer yes another ex dairy farmer Ross how are you supported to do the job you do very fortunate I have a a team in here at the Lifeline Uniting Care Centre in Ipswich that are always there for me anything I need any debriefing, they are there all the time. 24 hours a day, I can talk to them if I need to. So yeah, really, really well looked after. Yeah, so if we are hearing a bit of background noise there, that would be in the busy Lifeline office there in Ipswich. They um, doing a great job there. Yeah, there's a crisis line centre here where two or three um, crisis line workers are on the phones talking to people at the moment. So you've received quite a lot of accolades from many people for the work that you do with the counselling, but you've also received recently accolades for the work on your farm. So obviously you're not neglecting that. In 2022, you earned Norco's most improved milk quality from 200 farmers. Yeah, that was a, an award that came from Norco, our processor that processes our milk. Yeah, that was pretty good, but I put that down to all the... Um, farmers that I'd talked to and taken their pluses home from their farm and incorporating it in ours. And that's where that award probably come from, all the farmers I'd helped. 
So you definitely see the counselling as a two-way street. Yeah, I've learned a lot. I've learned massive amounts of stuff from this work that I do. I'd never be the person I am today without it. What are some of the things that you've learned, or maybe give me an example of someone that uh, that you worked with who who really taught you something? Yeah, any young people that I work with, younger staff. Some people ring me sometimes to talk to their teenagers, and if they're in agricultural, I'll get them to come to our farm and do a week's placement work. Really support them and help them through what they're going through. And yeah, it's been a couple recently, and they're just. Yeah, they've sort of grown 10 years in two months, them young fellas. In talking to you, Ross, one word that's really coming through from me is care. I mean, we can all go about our own lives in our own little silos and really not worry even too much about our neighbours if we want. But you seem to have this real care and compassion for anybody who needs help. Where does where does that come from and, and why do you care so much? Um, probably come from working here at Lifeline as a crisis line worker and hearing so many stories of help seekers that have sought help over the years that have been in predicaments that they didn't deserve or didn't sort of ask for. And you can't help but feel for them. And therefore, yeah, just develop that ability to care, even though it's someone else's life. When you think back on all your years of doing counselling, is there one particular highlight or one person that you can think of that talked to you for the first time and was in a really bad way and has really gone on to great heights and to really overcome their challenges? Yeah, probably one that really comes to mind is a chap that was being taken to a mental hospital. And yeah, I was recommended to talk to this man when he came out of the mental hospital because he wouldn't talk to anyone else. And it was through the mental health service in town here that they um, picked up my flyer and took it to his farm and he did ring me. And yeah, he was in a really dire situation in his relationship with his farm. And over the next two or three months, he called and I called him a couple of times. And yeah, after about six months, his farm was really going good. And he was back on track himself and, yeah, I haven't heard from him for a year. I know he's going brilliant, but. So sometimes it's that follow-up that's important, I would imagine. So you're speaking to people over and over. Yeah, that's very important with farmers is that you give them a little bit of ongoing support that you do care over the next few months. And sometimes you keep hearing from them after a year, but sometimes you don't. So, yeah, but I meet them. I meet people in the street and that I've helped. and. It's good now because it's just a healthy conversation rather than the heartache that we're going through at times. Yeah, absolutely. I have sort of asked you this before, but I'll I'll ask you again. What do you get out of your counselling work, Ross? Yeah, a lot of satisfaction and I've never been happier in my life. Well, that might be a good spot to end. Thank you for all the great work you do in rural Australia. Thank you on behalf of all the people who have called you and uh, what, a, what a fantastic initiative and perhaps it's something that we might see rolled out in other areas of Australia. Yeah, I really enjoy doing it and it's a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Ross Blanche. Ross is happy for you to contact him should you need help on the Farmer to Lifeline Farmer line. The number is 1800 936 229. 
Thanks again, and I'll talk to you again soon. Now's the time to upgrade to a new Ram truck. With unrivaled Hemi V8 power and a max brake towing capacity of up to four and a half tonnes. With quick delivery available right now, you can get behind the wheel of a new Ram faster than ever. Stocks are limited, so see your Ram dealer or visit ramtrucks.com.au today. Ram eats everything else for breakfast. Stock and delivery times vary by model and dealer. 